Listener Production. Whether you drink soy milk, oat milk, almond milk, rice milk or chalky milk, we've got a seat at the table for you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I didn't need any more excuses to not go to any beaches in the UK, but <laughs> lo and behold, the world's delivered me one. What, rocks stabbing through your feet wasn't a good enough one to go go there? Insipid, weak sun? That wasn't one that was tempting you? Glacier-filled waves <laughs> crushing down on me uh, as I freeze to death on the uh, on the cold, damp shore. No. A headline that came out, news.com.au yesterday. Warning as monster jellyfish wash up on UK beaches. Uh-oh. Yeah. And then, then the sub-headline, this is what really got me. Killer blue bottles with almost invisible tentacles of up to <laughs> 50 metres. <laughs> are terrorising popular beaches with experts warning they're dangerous even when dead. That's how much, that's how angry blue bottles are. They will kill you even when they're dead. <laughs> would that be a blue bottle ghost? Would that, would that count as the ghost of the blue bottle? <laughs> I mean, they already look like they're the closest living thing to ghosts probably that we have because they float and they're sort of transparent. Although I'd, I'd take a haunted beach over a haunted house. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can still get your tan on, like, still be a little bit scared, but also have, like, a nice relaxing day. Haunted houses, that's just, they're usually crummy. But, um, look, we have the complete Plus opposite. for a derelict haunted house, you're going to be breaking the bank. There's very, very tough <laughs> to, Even to get Sydney, on a bench. Even haunted houses are yeah. bloody expensive. They're the only house, houses we can afford at the moment. But um, anyway, we are welcoming you to this at Alex All Day Breakfast. Very big show today, Matthew. Uh, not only are we going to be giving away one of the very few robes still in the All Day Breakfast cupboard to some people who've helped us out with some interesting feedback in our survey. You'll be happy to know we got all your responses. We're going to be reading out a few later on. It's also World Space Week this week. And Ooh. so we thought we'd... Uh, have a little bit of a celebration up next. Let's get cracking. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. It's World Space Week. Alex Dyson, did you know that? Well, I guess, of course. I'm a space cadet, so, um, <laughs> so it's always on my calendar. Well, if you don't know what it is, it's an annual event to celebrate science and technology um, mm. and the impact on the development of the human condition that science and technology have had. And uh, this yeah. year, World Space Week revolves around women, women in space. Yeah, quite a number of astronauts have been female over the years, Matt O'Kine, and have contributed a lot to the knowledge we have about uh, the celestial world. Yeah, that's right. According to NASA.gov, um, as of March 2021, 65 women have flown in space. Have any of them been named Celeste? I can't see any. Look, uh, it says here the cosmonaut Svetlana Savitskaya was the first woman to participate in a spacewalk on July 25th, 1984. Mae Jemison was uh, the first black woman in space. And Charlotte Barrett was the first girl uh, that I dated who told me we need space. <laughs> so, <laughs> so a big shout out to everyone <laughs> around the world, all the women who 
have had an impact? <laughs> Absolutely. It begins on the 4th of October. You might be wondering, but why October? Is it because the O looks like a planet? No, it's because the, it was the launch of the first human-made satellite, which was Sputnik 1, um, which got launched on October the 4th. 1957, which is why we celebrate Space Week uh, every year around that time, Matt O'Kine. But Earth, I mean, we here on Earth, we're not the only ones to celebrate Space Week. It's a big universe. No, exactly. It's not just a party for one, Mm. like I was having after Charlotte Barrett (laughs) dumped me. (laughs) It's a, it's, you've got to include everyone in the solar system. Exactly. All the planets. Yeah, we, no one wants to get jealous for the, the Space Week celebrations. So we um, we actually asked around and managed to um, get the inside word on what events are happening on each planet to celebrate Space Week 2021. Some incredible images have been taken of Mercury's surface after the European and Japanese space agencies. BepiColombo spacecraft flew by the closest planet to the sun after a three-year journey from Earth. Apparently, after the pics were taken, Mercury immediately grabbed the phone and said, oh, my God, no, delete. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To celebrate Space Week on Venus, they're going to be having a festival where the French colonisers of the planet are going to be celebrating with the national drink of the planet, which is a chocolate malt powder that you add to milk. The festival is going to be called... Venus to Milo. <laughs> the moon is uh, drifting away from Earth by approximately 1.5 inches every year. That's a fact uh, that I oh. read this space week. Yeah. But Earth wants everyone to know that even though Earth and moon are growing apart, it's nothing that a three day bender with a few DMs can't fix. Which brings us to Mars and the organisers of Space Week festivities have decided to have a massive party and paint the town red. Unfortunately, the whole planet is already that colour and so no one noticed it was even happening. (laughs) An amateur astronomer has captured footage of a speeding object crashing into Jupiter. Uh, They didn't know what it was at first until closer studies revealed it was actually Gladys Berejiklian's private laptop. Head of a ICAC investor. <laughs> yeah, you think the storm on Jupiter's big. You should have a look what's happened at the New South Wales Libs. <laughs> That's a political storm that you can see from space. But moving on, and Saturn has booked a great performer for their Space Week party. Beyonce, Queen Bee herself, will be jumping up on stage where she's going to sing her hit single, Single Ladies. When it gets to the bit where it says, if you like it, you should have put a ring on it, uh, the government of Saturn will say, well, yes, we put several. <laughs> you know, mine are all based on actual facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but have nothing to do with Space Week celebrations. <laughs> so I don't know who read okay. the brief wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Uranus. Uh, smelly hailstones known as mush balls have been discovered in Uranus's atmosphere and could lead to scientists solving mysteries about the country's unexplained absence of ammonia. Wait, is that true? Yes. Uh, when this asked, is unfair. No, How it's come not, you it's get this one? An absolute free hit <laughs> from you, O'Kine. When asked about the stinky balls in Uranus, the seventh planet from the sun said, please, I've been teased enough. 
Unbelievable. <laughs> Which brings us to the eighth and final planet in the solar system, which is going to be having a massive music festival to celebrate Space Week. Some of the headliners include Spacey Jane, Ringo Starr, UF Oasis and Interstellar Donnelly. <laughs> and when any of these acts play a good song, the citizens are all going to hold up their Neptune rags. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wish you a happy Space Week. We've certainly enjoyed it. Isn't oh space God. fun, Matt? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. On with the show. Well, it's a topic that's been in the news a little bit over the last, I'd say, 18 months, really. Um, Mm. The investigation into underpaid wages uh, when it comes to, you know, your casual employees and staff. At some, some, you know, small establishments, roll the way up to some very, very, very big companies. Top of the food chain. Yeah, that's right. I didn't (laughs) think that I'd be embroiled in any of it. That's for sure. Have you been embroiled? Well, you've been embroiled too. Let's cut to the chase. We've all been getting emails. All right. So I don't know why we're even talking about this on the podcast so you can hear it. But well, I mean, this is months are... ago. We cop an email, as do many, many employees at the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, you know, the public broadcaster, um, to say they're doing an investigation. An auditor has come in. They're going back through everyone's contracts and pay and everything to see whether some particular staff have been underpaid in the past. Um, no, I mean, I, I immediately I saw this. I started licking my lips. <laughs> Absolutely keen to take auntie to the cleaners, right? Yeah, well, uh, you're licking your lips, right? You... Worked there from 2014 to 2016. Old Daiso over here. First demo 2006 in at the Warnable ABC. All the way through till 2018. Oh, I finished up. I reckon you must have been thinking it's on, right? Probably driving past the dealership very slowly on the way home after that interview, just no, checking whoa, whoa, out whoa, Beamer, whoa, whoa, Benz whoa. or Bentley. Well, riding my bicycle past the dealership, I mean, I haven't got any payouts yet, but yes, I, there actually is a BMW dealership on my walk home and um, I do stick the whiskers in every now so, and again. So, look, the first email was many months ago. All right, we've since had several updates, all right, saying, hey, look, just letting you know, we've got lawyers on the case now. We're doing a deep dive into these this wage situation because, I mean, obviously, everyone's scared. They've seen what can happen to you if you're not paying your staff, you know, even retrospectively. There's a lot of people in hospitality that got in trouble. There's a lot of people. I mean, there's some big mm. dogs, some big supermarket chains got in trouble as well. Anyway, because so it's so hot on, you know, on everyone's lips, ABC diving into it, they're looking around, months yeah, of emails. I mean, every yeah. couple of... And every one, you fix the emails like, oh, I'm sorry, you were underpaid $3 million. You're like, this is it. <laughs> I am. The emails come through and the email is, we're still doing it. We're just letting you know that this is, it's nothing's happened yet. And you're like, oh, fine. Two months later, email from... Oh, it's this thing. It's the news. It's just like, <laughs> just letting you know that uh, it will take some more time. You're like, oh, my <laughs> goodness. Who cares? Come just on. tell me. Am I rich or not? Did you get the, 
the final email. Well, that's why I'm asking you. So I'm at the playground yesterday mm. and clang, 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 an email lands in the old inbox and I tell you what, if I couldn't taste my bacon lip balm before, I could taste <laughs> it now because I was licking them lippies big time, ready um, to go. I guess it's an email, so we're allowed to say what comes into our in- inbox, aren't we? I guess so. I mean, this is, I'm sure they're doing it so that they don't get grilled by the meat. Like, I'm sure it's public. Yeah, it has, of to, course. Be. has to be disclosed and everything. So you're just hearing two greedy little piggies <laughs> <laughs> opening their email. And this is, because I got the email, I was like, Dear Alexander, very formal. Um, thanks for your patience. Blah, blah, blah. Look at these categories. The review is now complete. Uh, And it's in the attached letter set out below. Please enter this password for you to view the PDF. (laughs) I'm like, God damn, password protected? (laughs) This is? You may as well rock up with the armoured van and two dudes with little pistols on the hip. This must be the mother load, Matt, coming through to me. Here are the frequently asked questions. If you've got additional questions, click on it. What's your password? Well, look... The email starts pretty standard, um, goes into review. It sort of explains again what was happening. They're reviewing, you know, see whether you needed to be owed penalties over time, meal allowance, blah, 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 blah. They told you about the process and then here we go. It said the ABC's review has determined that you have been underpaid. Seriously? (laughs) Are you kidding? (laughs) Because I went through all of that. I read down three quarters of the page. We contacted you prezily to let you know this was happening in um, from your engagements to this period. The person reviews it. Our process was, I'm like, yes, 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 get to it. Goes down. The AFL's review has determined that you have not been underpaid. <laughs> so I got nothing. It's so funny because you absolutely did more work than me just in general. <laughs> just in general. Let alone however they're calculating this, right? Now, I'm thinking, I see this, I'm thinking, all right, there were so yeah. many events that we did. I'm talking yeah. three days camping in splendour. I mean, was that factored into our wage? Mm. We're talking, you know, extra shows here, concerts at night time. We're hosting events. I'm good thinking, as Friday oh, on the public work. holiday. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Where's that good Friday, that good, good overtime, right? I scroll down, the reviews determine that you have been underpaid. I'm like, oh, yeah, they said we've calculated the amount, blah, blah. Dollar now, signs in go. the eyes. Page here we two, go. your back payment. I thought there must have been a mistake. <gasps> Says this is the amount before tax, superannuation, and any deductions you may have in place. $9.76. Oh. <laughs> 24 cents interest. There's a note underneath it that says, oh. if your total gross back payment is less than $10, the ABC will round it up and you will receive $10. Where's my $10? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm like, how did you even calculate this? Like what? That's incredible. What on earth did I do in three years in which... You decided you owed me $9.67. Was that like 15 minutes on one day you worked extra? (laughs) I honestly could not even tell you. 
I'm like, keep it. How much did you spend doing this? <laughs> they, they should have taken all the employees, <laughs> said, this is how much we're going to pay the auditors. Let's divvy it up amongst <laughs> everyone else. Just have at it like pigs from the trough. <laughs> Get in there! Instead, they've probably got Pricewaterhouse Coopers going in there. So I tell you what, those execs sitting up at the top of their ivory towers just chomping down the lobster <laughs> on the result of, yes, give him $9. But I'm feeling generous. Round it up to 10 <laughs> Unbelievable. So anyways, look, the question I want to know is, what's been your payday? Like, what, what's... What was the big payday for you? Was it a royalty check for a song that you released once and you've you know since been getting 33 cents? I still get the royalty checks from my time in Aquamarine. Yeah. Usually trickle in at about $70 every four months. So what's your payday? When have you made it rain but it was a single drop of dew <laughs> from a withered up plant? Please get in touch. Matt.and.alex. Yeah, Matt, we mentioned in a few episodes ago that we thought we'd chuck up, we've been doing this podcast for a while now, a little listener survey to uh, see what you like about the podcast, what you don't like, a bit of an audible suggestion box. And thank you very much to the people who got in touch. Um, some of you may have been doing so uh, in order to help us make the show better for you. Some of you may have done it because you wanted to get in touch with a very comfy robe, which is up for grabs for everyone who got involved in our feedback survey, Matt. And we had so many great entrance and comments regarding uh, all-day breakfast and how you consume it and what you like about it and what we can do better. Yeah, we're not a couple of ostriches, all right? Not walking around with our heads in the sand or standing still with our heads in the sand. We listen. We take it on board. We do lay big eggs, though. <laughs> and, we, uh, and we try to make amends for any wrongdoings, which, uh, mm. you know, let's address right now. Uh, speaking of getting on board, um, under the question, where and when do you listen to the podcast, uh, one anonymous responder said, I'm a bus driver. And it's thankfully an acceptable podcast to play when passengers are on board. Yeah, except oh. for this episode, O'Kine, smelly balls in your anus. Sticky balls in your anus. <laughs> you, you dirty, dirty. No dirty one's weighing on your bus, bus driver. Thank you very much. Apologies um, for that one. But yeah, um, some other great feedback that we got across was when it came to the least favourite part of the podcast. I'm going to read you a fraction of the comments that we received there. Um, it was A, the dreaded kettle. B, the audio sting of Matt sipping through a straw using it without his, his lips. D, the boiling ke kettle sound. The stupid kettle sound. Matt's slurping noise. Those slurping noises in between segments. <laughs> and there were many more. Okay, we get it. And so, you know, exactly. Unlike ostriches, we're going to learn from the mistakes. We're officially saying now it's in a Matt and Alex decree. There will be no more slurping or kettle sounds on this podcast. Matt, so thank you for the feedback. We're going to listen and we're going to change and we become better people and podcasters. Absolutely worth the $300,000 we paid the research company to investigate. <laughs> the consulting the of firm, artists. yeah, <laughs> where, where they got focus groups and they went and go, is this annoying? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> um, so they're gone. They're gone. Yep. We'll find other sounds. We'll find much friendlier sounds for you. Well, I thought we tried to do that. Why did they still slip through the net? 
We also asked you, is there anything else you'd like us to know about the show? Um, we've had some really nice comments saying, Matt, it makes exercising 10 times faster, which is good. Um, bring back So You Think You Can Dank Season 2, which was the Matt and Alex meme-making competition. That was pretty good. We might have to give that a go. And another one that says, I am your most faithful French listener. I appreciate the effort to use French words, although sometimes it hurts my ears. A medley of Matt and Alex trying speaking foreign languages would be funny. Ah. Je suis désolé pour les Français horribles. Uh, je veux uh, le faire... Uh, Millier plus tard. I want to make mm, it better later on. L'avenir in the future. That's all. I know it's no c'est chouette and I know says. <laughs> Et de says. <laughs> um, you mean do, two beers, please, in Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dos cervezas, por favor. Is that it? Whatever. Look, <laughs> thank you very much for everyone who, who responded. We really, we really appreciate it. And look, and we had, I believe, Bron, do you want to jump in and let us know how many it was? Was it 191? 193. Okay, we had 193 people. Mm. Um, and, you know, we only put the call out just uh, on one or two potties. We really appreciate that many people just letting us know what they think about it. Um, and we wanted to give one of you a all-day breakfast robe. Okay, one of, I think we've got four left. So they're getting very, very scarce. But how do you randomly choose which listener gets it out of 193 people? And we thought, oh, do we pick the one that made us laugh the most? Like, no, we, we want honest answers. And everyone's put in the same time and effort to give us those honest answers, right? It's like, okay, so do you go on a random number generator online that picks a Gosh. number at random? Mate, for real? And we're like, well, no. All these hackers and these bloody coders, who knows oh, what mate, they're up to? Give Sandra Bullock a floppy disk and she'll be getting into the mainframe in no, no time. Rigged. Okay, what are we going to do? Roll a dice? No. Only goes up to six. Very limited dice. What are we going to find? 193-sided dice? Die? Kino only goes up to 80. <laughs> so we invented a way in order for you to win an all-day breakfast robe if you were one of the 193 people who gave us feedback on the survey. And it's a multi-parter. Just to clarify, every single person who responded, all the responses were like have been assigned a number, all right? Yep. We don't know. We have no idea what who has been assigned to what. That's all something that uh, someone in the team behind the scenes does because mm. we weren't allowed to obviously see who responded to what. But we've come up with the best way... And I think the most honest way that we can, at random, pick a winner. We're looking for a three-digit number. Yeah. We're going to find the first digit, which is going to be either a zero, which means it's in the, the tens, or a one, which means it's in the hundreds, by flipping a coin. Pretty simple. Or as it's known in Matt and Alex land, dropping that coin. <laughs> so I'm going to drop that coin on the table. Okay. The competition is not to guess what it is, but... Why not have a little bit of fun while we're doing this? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to drop the coin. If it's tails, it's in the zeros. If it's heads, it's in the ones. All right, I'm going to drop that coin. That sounded like a small coin, I'll tell you that much. That coin landed on a tails, which means we're in the zeros. Okay, we're in the zeros. Okay, wow, 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 wow. Okay. Okay, so uh, apologies to the 93 people over 100, you're immediately out of the game. Yeah, but you and don't even know that. You don't even know what number you were. We don't mm. even know. 
Well, now we need to get a two-digit number, Matt O'Kine. And we thought that the easiest way to do that, and potentially the most random way, would be to call up a random business, talk to whoever answers the phone, get them to tell us who their favourite band is, go to that band's Spotify page, look at that band's top-listened song and the final two digits of how many listens that song's had, that is who's going to be winning the all-day breakfast robe. Are you ready to call a business, Matt? Let's do it. And let's see if we can get someone. Hello there. Um, it's Matt and Alex giving you a call here from the uh, All Day Breakfast podcast. How's it going? Not too bad. Thanks. How are you? Very well, thank you. We're not trying we to sell w- you anything or anything like that. <laughs> it's completely okay. fun. All right, okay. We'll try it out. Anything fun at the moment would be exciting. Oh, excellent. All right, well, awesome. part of it is we want to give local businesses a plug as well. So could you tell yeah. us where you're from and what your business is? Um, a kebab shop and I'm in South Melbourne. Fantastic. And what's the, what, give, us, give us a plug. What's the name of the kebab shop? Kebabs are yummy. All right, and what's your name? It's Phyllis, 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 yeah, Phil. Phyllis is joining us here. Thank you very much, Phyllis. Um, uh, the one question we wanted to ask you, Phyllis, to help us out with our uh, competition as well is, what's your favourite band? What's my favourite band? Oh, yep. my God. I don't actually have one. Oh, <laughs> okay, well, give me, just name a band, literally any band that uh, you can think of. I'm just not even thinking. You too. I don't mind. You too. There we go. Okay. 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 We're going to get a look up you too. Their their biggest song is With or Without You and it's had 615,610,577 listens, which is our key number. (laughs) Phyllis from Kebabs Are Yummy, you've done it for us. Thank you very much. Well, there it is. 77. So whoever got into the survey... And uh, gave us some feedback at number 77, Matt O'Kine, is a winner. The question is, Bron, do we have any contact details regarding 77? Did they leave anything? Because it was able to be anonymous, this feedback survey, if, if necessary. They've was it? Le- I don't know. They've left a Instagram tag. Okay. Let me see their handle. I think it's pronounced Shelbsosaurus. Shelbsosaurus! Congratulations! You've got the robe in the most random number selection that we possibly could. Thank you to Phyllis from... What was it again, Mr Yummy Kebab? Kebabs are yummy. Kebabs are yummy. (laughs) South Melbourne, get down, get your kebabs. Uh, A spontaneous plug here on All Day Breakfast. Uh, We don't have a separate kebab sponsor, do we, Bron? No. Well, then, anytime you want a kebab, go to Kebabs Are Yummy. Wouldn't mind a little little lamb and garlic sauce number right now, actually. Is it too early? (laughs) Mate, all day. Well, Matt, it is a Friday and we do like to clean out the fridge with your correspondence, which we love gobbling up throughout the week, but sometimes the tummy's just too full and you need to save it for a uh, a Friday snack. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes you don't feel like cooking and so you want to just whip (laughs) the uh, lid off the old takeaway container and see what's been getting better. What's been getting yeah. flavourful over the last few days? Uh, Melissa got in touch with us at Mel Bishop uh, about the topic of when have you got the date wrong? Melissa says, for our wedding, one of our groomsmen called my husband to say he's ready to be picked up from the airport. 
only to be told he's a week early. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy had to get a flight back to Tassie to reorganise his weekend again with his wife and three kids. Wait, no. so, so he got the weekend off, got the airport, got on the plane and landed at the destination Lands. and was getting picked up I'm there. I'm ready. <laughs> Dear, oh dear. Uh, Sarah, our youth correspondent, who you may have heard on Wednesday's show, was kind enough to send us a message because obviously she's been listening to the segment and the rest of the week and uh, has texted us and said, I heard you guys using the terms we talked about on the podcast today. Good job for correcting each other. You're doing great. <laughs> our sensei is telling us how good a job we're doing, Matt. How, good, how wonderful is that? Oh, lots of crying emojis for me right now. <laughs> hey, uh, McKenna, who's at Mackie Lee, says, um, and this is with regards to that segment, what's hitting with Sarah. McKenna says, I'm 23 and that segment made me feel so out of touch. Uh-huh. Yeah, You're going to have to get your act together, McKenna. We're all going to have to pay very close attention in class if we're going to get through that. The problem is my, I haven't told, like, you know, I've got, like, good mates from Brizzy who, you know, haven't heard that episode, mm. but I'm now using, like, crying emojis instead of laughing. <laughs> and I don't think they understand. Well, I'm they're like, out of touch, man. They don't have a clue yeah. what's going on. The absolute <laughs> jokers. Alistair sent us a message about how did you fail your driver's test, um, saying, unfortunately, I failed my driver's test twice. One, taking both hands off the wheel at the same time. <laughs> Feeling very confident there, uh, Alistair. <laughs> Doing the, yeah, the driving test is not the time to look at the instructor and go, Wait, I'm driving with my knees. <laughs> yeah. And the other one was I was super hungover and drove on the wrong side of the road. It's getting worse, Alistair. <laughs> No, you don't. Not the next morning. You don't drive the next morning. Rookie error. Goodness me. I hope, I hope you're from back up third time lucky, Alistair. Well, Brendan says, uh, B. White's 27, about the same driving test topic, says, when I got my forklift licence, seven people failed in seven different ways. One of the greatest things I've witnessed. I don't know how you fail your forklift Licence. You accidentally drive a spoon lift. That's probably what will happen there. Um, Elise has uh, got in touch from Brisbane. G'day, Elise. Hi, how are you? Elise, how did you fail your driver's test? It wasn't me, it was my sister. So we live probably an hour west of Brisbane, so just in a small country town. There's only like one set of traffic lights, one roundabout, so it's super easy to pass your test. But what we didn't factor in that morning was that the driver assessor might have passed some roadkill on the way to work and wanted to challenge his students. So my sister took the test and the assessor took her probably 10 minutes out of town to where this roadkill was and her instinct was to swerve and go around it, which was an immediate fail. So, <laughs> what? Okay, so the roadkill was in the middle of the road. It's in like her lane, so she yeah. swerved around and it. And was it like big? It was like a big, you couldn't just ride over it like a sort of possum or something. It was like a big kangaroo no. or wombat. I probably or wouldn't ride yeah. over a possum either, but. No, but you know, like the wheels <laughs> on either side of the possum. Right, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, so, yeah, so it was like big. And so, okay, well, what's, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to just go over it. But the funny part of the story is, is that when she got back to um, the station, her teacher who she'd been doing lessons with asked her, how'd you go? And she said, I failed. There was roadkill. So that teacher then went and drove out and collected the roadkill off of the road so that none of her students failed for the rest of the day. 
So when the old mate gets back in the car and is like, oh, I've got another sitting duck here, let's head up the highway a couple of clicks, see what we can find. Suddenly there was no roadkill and thus the plan was foiled. Well, yep, we thank you very totally much foiled. for that one, Elise. Um, it was a very strange Who are these way. crumb driving intestors that are doing this whack stuff yeah. to fail people? So weird. Oh, let's see if they uh, veer around a sinkhole. Oops, you're meant to drive into the sinkhole. That's a fail. Um, Well, thank you so much, Elise. We'll catch you later. Thank you. Bye. And uh, let's cross to Perth now. Uh, Hannah is joining us. G'day, Hannah. Hi, guys. Now, thank you so much. You have gone to mattandalex.com.au. You've entered our competition to be part of the most coveted squad in Australia, uh, the Matt and Alex Bomb Squad, this street team that is uh, taking the world by storm. Can you tell us a little bit about your entry and why you think you should get the the all-day breakfast car stickers for for the sweet ride you've got? Well, it, I'm not actually entering myself. I'm entering on behalf of my husband. Um, I'm the Ooh. listener of the. Uh, I'm the listener of the show, and he's kindly donated his car, considering <laughs> okay. it, it's it's a bit of a bomb. So he knows uh, about it. Yeah, I just uh, sent him screenshots of the photos, and he's actually a little bit excited about oh, it. Oh, wonderful! Oh, okay. you beauty! So, so, what are we talking? What are not we going to be, be like what, tagging his car overnight? He wakes up the next morning, and suddenly it's uh, a sweet <laughs> Matt and Alex rig. <laughs> well, I could have surprised him. What what sort of uh, wheels are we talking here? Oh, it's a Mazda seven seater minivan. Um, we bought it for about thirteen hundred. Just wait. Uh, yeah, we bought it for about thirteen hundred bucks. Um, three out of the four windows don't wind down anymore. They've been either silicon shut or taped up shut. Are you driving? Um, are you driving an aquarium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, are you driving an aquarium there? Well, the amount of um, glass bottles tinking, clinking around in the car. <laughs> 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 it does make for some great acoustics. <laughs> well, um, I would say, I mean, we've got a we've got a Hobart leg already. We got Brisbane, we've got Alice Springs. I think the big old silicon Mazda can represent all day breakfast as the bomb for Perth, the fourth entrant. Congratulations. You have taken oh, out the bomb squad and we cannot wait to see. Please, if you're in WA and you see an absolute clunker driving the around. The Mazzy Sev. With one, through. one window down and an arm out, you know <laughs> that it is uh, Hannah from Perth. Thank you so much, Hannah. No worries. It's actually the driver's window that is silicon shut, so there'll be no arm down on the driver's driver's side. What is it, the back left window is the only one that can open? Yeah, it's a passenger one that does, but the aircon, like, that works really, really good in it. That is one plus of the car, so he is uh, pretty crisp when he gets indoors. Oh, well, I mean, there's, uh, he'll be even cooler <laughs> when he's driving with the Matt and Alex stickers. So thank you very much. Thanks, boys. Have a great Hannah, weekend. we really appreciate it. Bye. See ya. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast, uh, not only today, but across the week here. It has been a whole heap of fun. We'll be back with you on Monday for another sick episode. See you then. Keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.